Thrive, flourish, unleash your buried treasure. This is the Exponentially Empowered Podcast with Joel Bine. Through conscious action and authentic self-connection, empower yourself to write your own script. Hey everyone, it's Joel. Episode 41, Exponentially Empowered Podcast. Hope you are feeling grounded and relaxed and connecting to what's alive in yourself as often as possible in order to meet as many human needs as possible. To begin with consciousness, to ask yourself curiously, what is going on inside my mind, inside my body, my physiology? What are these different pulses, these different sensations, these different thought strands, observing them first and then becoming curious about what they mean and treating yourself with loving kindness, treating yourself with honesty, compassion, offering yourself a lens of empathy and appreciation for all that your mind and body are bringing you, that are offering you, that are seeking to inform you, right? All these mechanisms from the mind's thoughts, the voices, from the jolts of anxiety, from the jolts of excitement. These are signals, right? Signals for us to seek to get our needs met, to thrive and flourish in this one life we have here on planet Earth, this spinning globe in this galaxy, in this ineffable universe. And the organism of a human is seeking to, again, flourish and to get as many needs as possible met is what flourishing is. So taking a look at the Center for Nonviolent Communication Needs Inventory, cnvc.org, the main pillars listed for needs are connection, physical well-being, honesty, play, peace, autonomy, and meaning. And the needs under each of those headings for connection are the greatest. There are a couple dozen types of connection needs from acceptance to affection to closeness to companionship to empathy to love to nurturing to respect. Meaning, celebration of life, contribution, efficacy, growth, purpose, Stimulation to matter. And then physical well-being, you have, of course, air, food, touch, shelter, sexual expression, honesty, authenticity, integrity, presence. That's under the honesty heading. And I think I've neglected peace, perhaps. I'll say it again. 
if I did say it before, peace, you have beauty, equality, harmony, order. So these are the comprehensive, universal human needs. And what I want to talk about today is thanking the parts of ourself that are striving in every thought and action to get a need met. And rarely do we stop and thank ourselves. We're taught to be polite and thank other people. And of course, that meets a need often as well to appreciate others, to contribute to their well-being. And that can be genuine. Hopefully we're not thanking other people out of a sense of obligation or duty. But nonetheless, we rarely thank ourselves. We rarely thank ourselves. And if we can in integrate the internal family systems therapy model, IFS therapy model, of seeing our psyches as a multiplicity of parts, then we can stop and offer appreciation for a specific part that has been serving us to meet particular needs throughout the day, throughout the year, throughout years of our lives, perhaps our entire lives. A single part has been working so hard to meet particular needs, to watch out for you, to make sure you don't forget. And it's such a powerful practice to offer yourself or this part of yourself, which really is yourself, right? It's a model. I mean, IFS is a model to which we don't need to get married or dogmatically ascribe. So the IFS model breaks the psyche into multiplicity of parts with the capital S self over seeing everything but of course ultimately all we have is the one brain and the one body this is us you thanking yourself so what are some examples of this well it's helpful to get in touch with the body here and if you are noticing a part of you that needs appreciation, I mean, it's simply asking the question, huh, which parts of me need appreciation? And if you wait, you'll, you will likely have volunteers raising their hands, asking for that appreciation, jumping up and down. Please, yes, I want appreciation because everyone wants appreciation. So notice where in your body do you feel a certain part that desires that a higher amount of appreciation, perhaps, and you want to start there. So I experienced this yesterday where I was noticing this part in a very deep psychotherapeutic experience that I was having. And I thank this part of me that's been driving me. For basically 20 years since I was about 11 years old 
in particular, when my family moved a couple hours east to a new town when I was 11 years old, and that was a, a, a fairly strong adverse experience for me. So since around that time, I've noticed that this part of me has been driving to ensure that I am getting as many needs met as possible, particularly in, in the realm of autonomy, the realm of authenticity, the realm of integrity, independence, self-expression, visibility, to be seen, to be known, to be heard, to truly actualize my truest self. This part didn't want to forget that I am here. I, my deepest self, this inner child, is not going to be squashed by the environment in the new town that I was in, in trying to find new friends, and working through a fairly dysfunctional home environment with a lot of yelling from my parents and not a whole lot of autonomy and choice. So over time, in, even into my 20s, I found myself riding out a lot of momentum that was not conscious, that was not chosen, that was kind of hoisted upon me by the culture, which is very common, right? It, it's so easy to kind of conform, right, to what others expect of you. And this part has been so determined to say, no, no matter what, this culture, these environments, other people are telling me consciously or subconsciously about how I need to be, how I need to behave, what I'm allowed to say, what I'm not allowed to say, how my life ought, ought to go. No, no, no. I am a unique individual, Joel Bine, who will never exist again, has never existed before. And just the same for you, my dear listener. You are the only you who will ever exist. And that is absolutely incredible. So this part of me has been striving with such ambition and gumption and purpose and perseverance to actualize this truest self, to remain curious, to remain conscious, to remain independent in my thinking, to be in touch with what makes me come alive. And so yesterday, I thanked this part. I felt, I felt him in my sort of left chest area, pectoral, pectoral region near my heart. And I held that space for him. And I said, thank you. Thank you for serving me and meeting these needs. 
And this is so powerful. And this is what I mean in self-connection, right? So the introduction to the show with the, the voiceover saying through authentic self-connection. We can kind of hear a term like that and think that's not super specific and meaningful. But this is what I mean. Authentic self-connection. I don't know, maybe maybe it just sounds too self-helpy, but this is me concretizing it, I think. Saying, watch this part and genuinely connect through appreciation, through gratitude. And you can do this with any part in you. Any part, any voice, even the inner critics, even the the protector parts, the protector parts that are kind of guarding us, that are actually stopping us from truly expressing our truest self. But they're trying to get needs met too. So as we grow and we want to individuate and meet more authenticity needs and self-expression, visibility needs, as we actualize here, those parts of us desire appreciation as well. And they may not step back to really let us flourish in those ways. Unless we thank them for the time that they've spent serving us through circumstances. So you learned in school. We talked about this before. But you learned in school to sort of not question the teacher, not really confront, just kind of cave in and try to sort of talk back, as they say, <laughs> to question whether that teacher is correct, to be genuinely curious. Because you learned, A, you might get in trouble with the teacher, B, all the other kids might make fun of you for being curious inquisitive, independent, and not just going along. So you, you didn't want to experience those consequences of being ostracized. You're trying to get a need net for acceptance and belonging. Community. Inclusion. From your peers. Safety. It can be feel unsafe if you're not part of the group right this is our brains are programmed the back part of our brains so you didn't want to experience the pain right of the teacher calling you out the sort of potential humiliation or the shame right and of course the teacher might not be doing any of those things intentionally but the nature of this domination system of K through 12 schooling is that these memes are passed down repeatedly, that these hidden lessons of obedience and conformity are taking place, which is why we need to create new paradigms. But when you were young, you were trying to get a need met in that circumstance where you were not you are not free to leave that school. 
You're trying to survive. You're going to be stuck in that school for years. If you continually express your true emotions of, I feel frustrated that I need to attend the school. I don't think you're correct to the teacher. Then it could be at risk. It could be risk, or at least there's a perceived risk. And really there is kind of a risk there of feeling, of being ostracized and having adults tell you that you're, you're not allowed to say that. that you'll, be getting, you'll get in trouble. You'll be sent to the principal's office. You will get a bad grade. Your parents will get mad at you if you get a bad grade. You don't have any friends because you're a weirdo. Whatever the case may be. But you learn to squelch your true self, right? Learn to squelch your true self. But why did you do that? There was a part of you that called the protector part that came in to stop you, to stop you from expressing your honest emotions and thoughts. And that part of you can be thanked. Even though you may still be holding on to this sort of false self going into adulthood and it's not serving you, you're feeling like you're inhibiting your own self-expression and you're not really getting needs met for connection because you're not being true to yourself. No one actually sees you. They see a false self version of you. So it's not serving you any longer, but there's sort of this habituated wiring happening. And it can be helpful to thank that part of you that was formed as a child in order to allow him to integrate into your system. You don't need to shun that part and squash that part and force your way into authenticity. In fact, that's not going to work. It's just going to be another protector part coming in to try to override the first protector part. And it's not your true capital S self leading the way. So if you can, as your capital S self, find that part of you that's been guarding you, that's been protecting you from free expression. And thank him for helping you get needs met. Needs met for safety, for stability, for consistency, for space. And no one's going to bother you so much if you just stop talking. And for some level of connection and inclusion, even though it's not authentic, maybe you had some, some level of connection and friendship with other humans, other you know, kids at the school, because you went along and you kind of were conforming and you were not ostracized. So you felt this part at least thought, well, it's better than having absolutely no friends. And that's kind of what's tragic about the entire environment of the K through 12 school. Again, it's completely compulsory. So these friendships aren't, the environment's not organic, you know, but the social connection, the socialization that people talk about is not organic because it's not based on voluntary choice. Generally speaking. Generally speaking. So 
you can thank the, that part of you that was trying to get these needs met and helped you in some way get through a circumstance that you had no choice to be in. So that's the nature of the protector part. It is a sort of survival mechanism in place given adverse environments as a coping tool to get some semblance of needs met. And wow, we can be so grateful for that part. And then perhaps ask him, once you've offered him appreciation, to step to the side, to step to the sidelines, say, I still love you, and you're right here, and you can be in the family, inside the internal family system of, of our brain and body. But I'd like this exile to come through, right? This is the deepest parts in the IFS model, the exile is the sort of cut off part, that true self that got cut off as a child. He's been kind of locked away. Well, let's step aside and allow that inner child to freely come through. And that will integrate us to the next level of authenticity and by extension, joy and freedom and peace consciousness and clarity. And we can have that next level of wellness in our lives. So I encourage you to stop often and take time in to connect to what matters in life, which is the richness of our own internal landscape and the emergence of all plants in that garden and thank the weeds perhaps for having served their purpose but ask them to leave the garden and create space for the truest version of yourself in order to create that sense of harmony. Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and take care. <laughs>